With WXPR News, I'm John Burton reporting. Off-trail snowmobile riding has led to some trail closures and reroutes in recent weeks in the Northwoods. The Shawamigan Nikolai National Forest is also warning that it puts sensitive wildlife species at risk. WXPR's Katie Thorson explains. Every winter, Brian Haranga and his fellow Forest Service employees head out into the Mukwa Barrens searching for tracks. He's the Washburn District wildlife biologist within the Shawamigan Nikolai National Forest. Uh, predator species like wolf, fox, and coyote, bobcat, and fisher. And they um, always and find a wide uh, range. You know, some of the birds that call the Mukwa Barrens home year round include like wild turkey, rough grouse. Um, and then, of course, the sharp-tailed grouse, um, which is one species of uh, particular concern for us. This year, more so than in the past, Harenga is seeing a lot of tracks he doesn't want to see, those belonging to snowmobiles. The tracks that have gone off-trail, um, it, it seems to be much larger than it has. I, I don't have a percentage of you know, what, what increase that is, but um, just noticeably for a group of us that spends a lot of time out there, it was, it was markedly increased this year. There's a couple of concerns with that off-trail riding. One is safety. If a rider gets hurt out there, it could be hours before help can get to them. The other concern is for the wildlife. Snowmobilers could be riding near where species like the grouse create snow roosts. The noise from the machines could cause them to flush, possibly to a waiting predator that wouldn't otherwise find them, and expend energy during a time of year they need to be conserving as much as possible. The sound of these machines, which can travel for several miles sometimes, and, and then just the, the action of driving the machine across these open lands off trail um, can have those impacts that we might not directly see. Haringa gets it. That wide, open, fresh snow calls to snowmobilers. But he's asking riders to be responsible and stick to the designated trails. There's over 800 miles of groomed snowmobile trails on the Schwamigan Nicolay National Forest. For WXPR News, I'm Katie Thorson. A triple-I man was the person killed when a snowmobile plunged into Somo Lake in the Tomahawk area. The Lincoln County Sheriff's Office has released the name of 71-year-old Kevin Peterson, who died while driving his snowmobile alone on the lake in the township of Wilson. Peterson got into an area of open water where he and his snowmobile fell through. The Lincoln County Sheriff's Office had received a call Monday morning saying Peterson had not been heard from since the evening hours of Friday, February 24th. Investigation led to Somo Lake, where snowmobile tracks led to the open water. Rescuers from the Tomahawk Fire Department were able to access the area and recover Peterson's body Monday afternoon. After a milder winter season and some rain, ice on Wisconsin lakes might be weaker than normal. DNR Warden Brian Lockman said the concern will grow as the season progresses. The sun gets more intense and the ice conditions deteriorate rapidly. So the ice, even though it may be 18 inches thick in some spots, uh, we call it honeycombed. Basically, it's kind of pitted and it's not as strong as, as normal ice is. So this year is kind of an interesting one. Lieutenant Jared Alinke with the Riverside Fire District says the way it's melting could make danger difficult to spot. The uh, melting of the top layer creating slush, and then you're unable to see the cracks in the ice, especially on the rivers um, with the moving water. You might not be able to tell if it's solid ice or if it's not. If you are going out on the ice, Linky says there are a few things to take notice of. So you kind of want to look at it. If it looks like there's stagnant water, kind of like standing still on it, the likelihood that it's thinner is, is, is greater. 
there's candled ice, so if you look near an ice shelf and it looks like little shards of glass, uh, that ice is weaker. It's important to check ice depth as you're going. When out on the ice, it's always a good idea to bring ice picks with you and a life jacket just in case, and always make sure someone knows where you are. The story is courtesy of WAOW Television. Wausau's Curling Club has been tasked with hosting the National Club Curling Championships next month. Club Publicity Chairman Jim Force says this event is where many of the big names in the sport get their start. These are good clubs, and I think we're going to see some very good curling. Force says this is the first time they've been chosen to host a major event like this, which could lead to more in the future. Our leadership is great. Um, I'm sure we'll have a successful event, and I would expect uh, that we'll be asked to host uh, some either, either the same event again or some similar events in the future. Force says they're hoping to make the event as accessible as possible to fans. Five bucks a day, 15 bucks for the whole series. Uh, seniors and students get a discount. Kids, on, kids 10 and under are free. Force says they're one of the only clubs in the region capable of hosting an event of this size. We have eight sheets, or if this were bowling, we'd call them lanes, but we have eight sheets. Most clubs do not have eight. They might have six, they might have four, some even have two. A handful of Wisconsin teams will be competing in the event, including both the men's and women's team from the Wausau Curling Club. Other teams will come from as far away as New York, Alaska, and Houston, Texas to compete in the four-day event, which begins March 16th. Wisconsin wildlife officials have no firm plans to release the public comments on their draft wolf management plan anytime soon. Department of Natural Resources officials released the agency's first new wolf plan in almost 25 years in November and invited the public to comment. The plan does not include a population goal. Instead, it recommends that the DNR work with local advisory committees on whether local wolf populations should be reduced, kept stable, or allowed to grow. The comment period ends at midnight Tuesday. DNR spokesperson Katie Grant says the DNR has received about 4,000 comments and needs time to put them in a format that is easily accessible online. For WXPR News, I'm John Burton reporting.